episode of Not Our Business. Welcome back. We're excited to be here. It's been a while yeah. since we've been in the studio recording, so... It has been. Can't wait. Well, forgive us to if we're a little rusty. I know we might be a little bit rusty today, but that's <laughs> okay. a bit, bit weird today. <laughs> we came in being like, we've forgotten how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Just it's a okay. bit flustered. Yeah, but it's all right. It's we okay. um, always find our groove. Yes, we on, do. In and we'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. Exactly. Um, let's yeah. just start. Obviously, this episode is going to be released way after yep. all of this has happened, but we've just yep. come off some like exciting things. Yeah. So maybe we should just talk about it, have a chat. Yeah, so. like we should preface that we do record our episodes in, in advance yeah. just it gives our videographer like enough time. Yeah, to sort if of, it so ever doesn't make any sense, <laughs> yeah. that's why. That's why, just to preface. <laughs> but um, yeah, this will probably be posted in the midst of Yoffi where P and I will be MIA. Yeah. Out in the warehouse pick packing. But Absolutely. um Yeah, let's just talk. It's been a massive few weeks for us. It has been. Massive. It's been huge. Um so let's chat. I just got back from Japan. Yes, it looked incredible. So exciting. Did you love it? I loved it. Yeah. I did. And you're going later in the year, so I reckon when you get back we'll do like an episode. On Japan. On Japan. <laughs> yeah. Because I think it could take up a whole episode. I'm going to need all your recommendations before I go. Ben and I made a list. Yeah, good. Like all of our friends are going yep. later in the year. Um, and I kept getting messages saying like, oh, like I hope you're writing all this down. And I was like, we actually are. <laughs> yes. like ben ben kept sending that. me messages um, like of the places we were going to yep. and like little things about them. Oh, so So we good. can send it off to our friends. But no, it was amazing. In Japan, that's the second time I've gone. It's yeah. Like my favorite place in the world, um, and I would highly recommend anyone to go there yeah. if you can because it is just. I feel the best. like you were saying it was like it's well you had already been before, but when that first time you went, you were saying it was almost like cultural shock. Yeah, because it's, it's just such so a different. culture shock. I remember we first went and we were just like you just walk around and you're just like oh like wow this yeah. is so different. Like yeah. it's just I don't know I can't even explain it. It's just a different world. And I think going the second time we were much more like efficient because mm. we, we knew what it was going to be like. So we didn't spend all that time walking around going like, oh, my God. What should we like, do? Yeah, yeah. Like we kind of like knew what we were going to do. We knew what it was going to be like. So that was good. But um, no, it's just it's the best. So good. I'm so excited for you guys to go. Yay. So, yes, P left me for two, yeah. nearly two weeks. I and left her. It was, it was a sad time. <laughs> I, I'm sure some people can relate when your work best is just not – at work with you and you're just sitting around going. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> we, we we really like vibe yeah. off each other. We bounce off each other we do. so much. And you really don't notice it until one of us is yeah. gone. And I'd be sitting there going, oh, I need to help. And then I'd be like, yeah. oh, wait, I can't tell her. And like I'd want to message her but I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to bother her with work stuff. Vanessa but wrote me a list of yeah. like all the things she had to catch me up on, like <laughs> yeah. any little thought she had throughout the day. I put um, it on my notes. Yeah, just so she didn't want to bother me. Like, you know, I would have been happy if she just messaged me but she didn't want to. No. Um, and that's fine but we're all caught yeah. up now which is good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I did leave Vanessa during a very <laughs> busy time of like work, not just work life but also personal life because yeah. Vanessa was just the maid of honour in her cousin's wedding oh, no. it, on the weekend yeah. and it was amazing. Oh, Vanessa did I so well. I love weddings so wedding, much. I love love. It, I love love too. It's just um, beautiful. But, yeah, it was my first time being in a, a bridal party and, yeah, yeah being maid of honour is a, is a pretty big deal and 
uh, I just I'm still on such a high from the weekend. Like I cannot stop yeah. thinking about it. Everything was perfect. My cousin and her she, partner looked oh, so happy. They looked so and they happy. Looked, and that I just, actually messaged Alex. Yeah. Um, like the next day just to say congratulations yeah. or whatever and I was just like to her like you guys looked so happy the whole night like I did not Literally. see you guys not smiling yeah. like a huge cheesy smile one time throughout the whole night I haven't and I just seen thought her that, that was so happy nice. in like in Same. ever she looked oh, she <laughs> was beautiful so cool. <laughs> it was so nice it was lovely yeah. so that was a pretty big yeah pretty big deal and yeah on on top of a pretty big week because obviously we opened Melbourne Central as well the day before yeah and um yeah it was just it was hectic but it was good sometimes it's it good to be good. busy like that but now yeah. now I'm ready to chill yes although definitely We've got one more wedding this weekend <laughs> and enough. then we can chill. And a shoot this weekend. <laughs> and a shoot. And then mate, then we can chill a little bit and, and then we the have Effie. Yeah. The Effie's coming. Yes. Um, yeah. So <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. We're always, yeah, we don't really have much downtime, but Doesn't stop. it's fine. Yeah. We we'll love stay. it though. We'll we love going. it. Um, today's episode, we thought we would just talk on mental health in general and like our experiences with mental health and like dealing with mental health issues. Um, and obviously we just want to start off by prefacing that we aren't mental health professionals um, and we're purely just drawing on our own experiences. And if you are a loved one are struggling with mental health, please um, find some mental health helplines that we put in the show notes or chat with your GP um, because, yeah, we are we are definitely by no means mental no, health professionals we are literally just talking about our, our own, own experiences, experiences yeah. and, yeah, Definitely yeah. not professional. No, it's good to talk about though. Yeah, like no. now we've all got platforms where we can really like shed light on some of these issues and it's important to do that because, um, you know, we really need to raise awareness. Absolutely. Uh, for mental health and it's very important. And it's important. even good for us to chat about it. So true. Get it out. Sometimes like yeah. there's just things that you've never spoken, you've never about. spoken about out loud. So, so it's true. nice. No, it's good. Um I guess we can just start off by talking about our own journeys with mental health and like some of the things that we've experienced in the past. Um, I don't know if you want to start. Um, Yeah. Go for it. Oh, this is is actually tough. (laughs) It is hard. It's actually hard to talk about like mental health. No, it is hard. Um, And like, yeah, well, I'm happy to start if you want to. Yeah, maybe you go. (laughs) Because... um, well, I'm actually going to shed light on a different perspective with mental health because, like, if I look back on my own experiences, I am not going to lie, but I don't think I have struggled severely with mental health issues. Have I felt feelings of anxiety? Yes. Have I felt feelings yeah. of stress or unhappiness at certain points in my life? Yes. But I can't say I have gone through any sort of hardship with my mental health. But what I have gone through is I have watched loved ones of mine go through these things mm-hmm. and that can almost be just as hard as dealing with your own experiences. Definitely. It can be a lot. Yeah, and like there are a few things that I sort of learnt in that that I want to talk about because I think it's important because a lot of people talk about, you know, your own sort mm-hmm. of journey with mental health but not a lot of people talk about what it's like to watch a loved one go through it. Yeah. Um, and, you know... It was like a tough time for me because um, I was in my teens and some of my loved ones around me were going through sort of issues with mental health and I was really not equipped to deal with it, even though I thought I was. Yeah. I was not. (laughs) Um, And if it's like if I could say anything about, you know, watching someone go through things, there's sort of three things that I can think of on my top of my head 
that I would do. And the first thing that I actually did back then was seek professional help um, because obviously, like I said, I was young. I had no, I had, could not, I had nothing to equip myself to help this person. And um, I I did a lot of blaming myself. Like Mm -hmm. I would blame myself and say, oh, I'm not doing enough. Like, why can't I fix this person? Yeah. Um, And seeking that professional help, they kind of... well, they kind of made me understand that, okay, it's not my fault and what they're going through is there's nothing that you can do to help them. Like you're not you're not the Band-Aid to no. their issues. So um, I think it was really important to seek that help to help me navigate my own feelings of, I don't know, bl- blame yeah. or like. No, that's really good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was really struggling to navigate it. And so seeking professional help, A, was one of the best things I did. The second thing which might come across as selfish but I'm going to say it's not selfish, but you really need to focus on bettering yourself because if you better yourself, then you can show up as a better friend yep. or partner or family member to that person. Yeah, no, I agree um, with that. Because if you're not in a good mental space yourself, yeah, how are you going exactly. to be there to, or show up for that person and yep. be there for them? And like as as like hard as it is to say, but if somebody is really struggling around you, it can then really impact upon your own mental health. Yeah. Um, like that's obviously a horrible thing to say, but it like it's true. No. It can bring you down. It can make you feel bad as well. Um, so, yeah, seeking like, sorry, trying to better yourself is, yeah. is really important in that situation as well. And that's the thing. Like I think people do confuse that with selfishness. Yeah. But I really don't think it is selfish to focus on yourself and make sure you're in a good mental space because at the end of the day, if you're feeling good and you're doing the things to make you feel good, then you're going to show up as a better person and you're going to be there to support that other person. And then you'll have those things that you kind of do that will then be able to help that person person. also. Exactly. And obviously the last thing that I sort of learnt with that is just finding someone that, you know, can, can listen or like finding that support system Obviously, like, I needed to confide in someone but I wasn't going to go and tell the world that, you know, a friend or a loved one was going through these things. But if you yeah. couldn't find someone that you can just talk to, mm-hmm. um, that, 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 that'll that help you as well. So, like, finding Definitely. professional help, seeking support and bettering yourself, ultimately that'll end up making you a better person, making you a better friend, better loved one, and then you can sh- be there or show up for that person and, like, support that person. Absolutely. I don't know. I thought I would just shed yeah. light no, on I a different like perspective because, honestly, like, uh, you know, I, I can't really say I've dealt with severe mental health issues in the past. You know, obviously I've been heartbroken, for example, and yeah. I was in a very unhappy yeah, place. Yeah. But, like, you know, I haven't been yeah. diagnosed with anxiety or depression or anything like that. But I have been in the, on the other side of the fence. So yeah, I thought it was important to sort of draw on that. I like that. Yeah, I don't know. Very good. <laughs> what about you? Like what me. Your journey with mental yeah. health or So probably like I would be the same. Like I it like my mental health was never severely bad. Yeah. But I can like pinpoint a few times when I was going through it. Yeah. Um probably like year 7, maybe year 8. Mm. Like I I I went through it a little bit. Yeah. Or like probably a lot. Isn't that such a like yeah, because it's that such a transition yeah. time and, like, you're trying to, like, work stuff, like, figure yourself out, work yourself out and, like, you're in high school, you've mm. just started and all these, like, changes are happening, like, in your life Yeah, and it can be really difficult. Um, yeah, I think it was just, like, a little bit of, 
I don't know if it was bullying. I just didn't mm. take. I don't know. I just didn't take things the right way. Did you change times. schools? Like, did you did you move? How did your school work? Did you transition into a new high school? No, no. no so sorry. yeah, so it's it, mine was just like so we had a year seven and eight campus, yeah, yep, and yep, then yep. we moved to okay. like nine to twelve campus. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think it was probably year eight where like I was <clears throat> like it was actually that bad that I was like like I was about to move schools. Oh my. God. Yeah. I didn't. I did not know this about you. No. I don't, yeah, I don't really talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I was like, I was begging my mum. I was like, I don't <gasps> want to be there. Like I went to, like I I basically enrolled into this other school. Mm. And now that I think about it, I'm really happy that I didn't end up doing that. Mm. <laughs> because I don't know, I just, I ended up just being fine. I worked yep. my stuff out. I got help. Like yep. I ended up just being fine. Yeah. Um. Obviously there was always still periods of, Sadness or whatever, mm. but um, I'm okay now. Yeah. I think just high school high school is tough. It's so tough. Yeah. And I think um, it's like my early years of high school, it was more like a little bit of bullying and stuff like that. But then later on my mental health deteriorate, deteriorated a little bit, but like because of expectations that I would set – on myself like mm. I was really really hard on myself and this is probably where my like anxiety started a little bit yeah. like I really expected the best of myself and I think I can remember the first time when I had like a proper panic attack yeah and like this just shows that it's just because of stupid expectations I was setting on myself like we had just done a sack I think it was in year 12 yeah um and like my teacher was handing out like everyone's results mm. and I was just sitting there and I was so scared that I had done a bad job oh. because I was putting so much pressure on myself to get this like certain ATAR or whatever, like yeah. I need to do good, I can't stuff anything up, like everything needs to be perfect and I was just sitting there and I just remember like I, I was just like overwhelmed with feelings of anxiety that I had done bad on this sack Yeah. Um. and my teacher kind of, like my teacher was amazing, he kind of realised what I was doing and quickly gave it to me because... Like I had done really, really well on it, but like I just still couldn't shake. Like that I was feeling. still like just so overwhelmed. Even like seeing that I had done a good job, I just couldn't shake the feeling. I don't know. It was just like a lot of I set a lot of yeah. high expectations on myself that I just I could never really live up to. Even if I did a really good job, I think yeah. like you could have done better. You should have done better. Um, but yeah, that's kind wow. of my. That was like my high school thing. Yeah. And then. Can I just <laughs> say like the pressures of schooling and those it's, those years between year 7 to year 12 are insane. I've watched so many of my friends and even family members go through the toughest of times during school because you've got all these pressures and don't even get me started on the schooling system, even oh. though I used to be a yeah, teacher. No. <laughs> but I really disagree with the fact that your future is based on a result that you yeah. get at the end of the year for an exam. Absolutely. First of all, not everyone is going to not do well in an exam. Not everyone learns like that. No. Not everyone tests well. No. Not everyone learns the way that like we're told to learn in school. Exactly. It's just So yeah, you've got all this right. pressure on this one result that's meant to decide your future, which is a load of shit in my opinion anyway Absolutely. because at the end of the day there's so many other routes you can go after so school. So many. Um, without without a result, yeah. Um, and of course, the the pressures of that, you know, of your, your like 
when you're that age, everything feels like a big deal. Yeah. Relationships, friendships. So it's just you're you're also going through all these different hormonal changes. So you've got all these different pressures coming it's, from everywhere. It's just crazy. You're trying to find yourself. You don't know yourself at that age. No way. So yeah, the, the, what you felt, I would say, is a normal feeling for a lot of completely teenagers. Completely normal. Like, like completely normal. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if I could say anything, it's just like if you're feeling like that, it doesn't last. No, like it doesn't. It doesn't. It, honest, like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Your ATAR doesn't does matter. not matter. You can do whatever yeah. you want. All you need to do is put your mind to it and yeah. you can do it. Yeah. Like 100%. At the end of the day, I was trying to get this good ATAR. I like I got what I wanted in the end. Yeah. I did three years of uni. I absolutely hated going <laughs> yeah. to uni. I did the absolute bare minimum yep. at uni. I don't know what happened, but I just suddenly didn't care about doing well anymore because I just like it was just so hard for yep. me. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I didn't do well. Mm. Um, and now I'm doing something <laughs> completely, completely random. I'm exactly the <laughs> same. Gone, we've gone completely rogue. Yep. A hundred percent. And what we're doing now, we don't have any qualifications I was just going to say that because I got a comment on my TikTok the other day. She was like, how did you get into um, PR or what qualifications did you get to get into this role? And I I haven't responded yet because I'm like, this this deserves a whole like video of me explaining how I don't have any qualifications, but sometimes like it's not all about getting that qualification or getting that result. You will find your way. Yeah. Like Um, obviously we got really lucky. Yeah. um, Like with our partners owning the business and whatever. However, I do know of like plenty of people who yep. have just like applied themselves and worked really hard, not in not in high school or uni, but like after, after. Mm. and like learnt these skills that they need to learn to do the thing that they want to do. And yeah, it just had nothing to do with yeah. their high school result. Yeah. So all of that anxiety, like I know it can be overwhelming at times, but I just don't, like I just know that it doesn't last. It, no, and it's it just, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Really. It, it's not. I know. Not at all. Um. And then yeah. kind of other things is like social anxiety and confidence. Yeah. Which I feel like we've both mm. we've both gone through. Mm. I think you used to be a really socially anxious person. Yeah. Do you want to explain? I've just I have changed. Yeah. Like if I could go back to my maybe ten year old self and look at where I am now, <laughs> I'd be in disbelief. And yeah. actually probably so would a few people that knew me back then would be in disbelief because growing up, I was an only child until about eight. That's when my sister was born. So I I learned very much to be okay with my own company and I would always find entertainment with myself like through that time. I think this is where it stemmed from. I've done a lot of (laughs) self-reflecting. So I was always very introverted in primary school. I was also a huge people pleaser. Mm -hmm. I don't know where that came from, but I always (laughs) wanted to please. So at school, in primary school, even heading into high school, I would let anybody walk all over me. I didn't care as long as the other person was happy. I didn't care. Um, and yeah, I got into high school and yeah, I suffered social anxiety a lot as well. And I don't think I've ever spoken about this, but I did go to an all girls school. We didn't go co-ed until year 11 and 12, but I suffered majorly with the opposite sex. Oh, really? Like I really struggled to talk to males to like, I just felt so much anxiety. Do you think a lot of, a lot of girls that are at all girls school feel that way? I would say uh, there would be a lot of girls that would feel that way. Surely. Because, because you don't not... have that interaction. Exactly. So, and you think that you have to speak, you'd probably think that you have to speak to them differently. 
but you don't know yes. because you've never really had to No, talk that's to what them. it is. That yeah. is exactly what it is. I thought I had to act a certain way around them or be a certain way yeah. around them. Um, and so high school, I was that was probably my biggest like where my social anxieties came from. Anytime there were males around, I would get very, and yeah, I don't want to go into it, but like I'm not sure I agree with single sex schools yeah. just because of what I had been through. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we got into year 11 and 12, we went co-ed and day to day, obviously I understood what it was she like learnt. to be around <laughs> males. And at the end of the day, they're exactly the same as they us, just, just, you know, and yeah. they don't give a shit. Like, no. you know, they're not thinking the way that we're thinking and I'm Definitely sitting there going, not. what do they think about me? And, you know, so I don't know. I Just anyway, I, I could go into that for a long time, but I'm yeah. not going to because I could speak for hours. But I think that's where a lot of my social anxieties came from. Yeah, just came from, yeah, being in a single sex school and not really knowing how to navigate being around males yeah. and also the fact that I was a people pleaser and did learn to like my own company that I struggled when in social settings. Yeah. But like Vanessa now. Oh, uh, yeah. She's turned a corner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happened. No. Vanessa's <laughs> so confident. If I, I love it. pinpoint it, I think so uni I was still a little bit, mm, I don't know, I still was trying to find myself and my confidence. Yeah. There, a turning point for me was obviously I went into teaching um, and in teaching I do you do placements, right? So yeah. I had to stand in front of like 30 kids. I know they're just kids but yeah, standing in front of 30 kids, kids I would are have. ruthless. Yeah, they, are. <laughs> they actually, they really are. I'll say what they think. Oh, they they are more <laughs> honest than anybody else. Literally. In, and I'd also have like two or three teachers that would be watching me teach yeah. because they were assessing oh. me. So I was kind of put in a situation where I was forced to act confident even when I wasn't feeling confident. Yeah. Because I that's just what I had to do. Like I had yeah. no choice. So I think that was a turning point for me where I was kind of like fake it till you make it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is something that I've just hold on to. And also as you get older, I believe that you just learn to not care so much about what other people think. Mm-hmm. And th- that took a that took like 25 years for me to learn yeah. to not care about what yeah. other people No, it's a hard lesson. And now I really don't care. Um, and, yeah, it, my true things are fake it till you make it and no one gives a shit about what no one, you're doing. No one cares. So I'm like I don't no care. So now it's just like and that confidence just came naturally but it was never always there. No. It took 25 it years to get lot, to it. It takes a lot of learning. Yeah. It does. Um, uh, yeah, what about yeah. you? Well, me, like, I'm still learning. Yeah. However, I believe I've come a long way. You have. Like, my social anxiety would have started from that period in, mm. like, year seven and eight because I just kind of learned, I don't know what it was, like, just, it. like, I just felt like at that time, if I, every time I spoke, like, I'd be, like, something would be said and it would just make me, like, go into my shell. Mm. Like, why am I even talking? Yeah. So, like, I kind of just learnt not to even talk. Yeah. I literally, like, in social situations, I would just listen. Is that because it would be, like, a comment where maybe you've said something and someone's, like, shut it down almost? Yeah, I know things like I that. I can relate to that. But I, I just felt like that. it was happening every time mm. and so I was just like, well, why am I even talking? Like, mm. like the, way to, the way for someone, like, anyone not to make fun of something I've said or something like that is just don't talk. Yeah. So like I kind of just listened. That's I would just really listen and like even with my friends, like I wouldn't yeah. even engage. Not that it was my friends that were doing yeah. it, but I would just learn to just that not. That was just your coping engage. mechanism at the time. Yeah. Like Yeah. So you, I would just listen. I'd make the occasional comment, but like I wouldn't like nothing mm. outlandish. Like I would never yeah. be sharing my opinion. I wouldn't be like 
raised like not like nothing like that. Yeah. So that's kind of just how I was. Yeah. Um, which like led into me in my later life, mm. like in social situations where like, you know, I should be talking yeah. and stuff. Like I should be engaging in conversation. Like it was really hard for me to do that. But um, yeah, I remember when I even first met you, and I think I said this in the previous yeah, episode. No, everyone where thinks I'm rude. Like <laughs> pe- people would literally back then. I don't. I hope not now because I think that I'm. I've gotten a lot better. But yeah. like people would probably have just thought I just didn't want a bar of them. Yeah. Because I wasn't engaging, but that was like just literally me. Like my heart would be pounding. Like I wouldn't be able to get yeah. words out. Like I physically wouldn't be able to talk. Yeah. Like whether it was a girl or a guy, like I just would be yeah. like I can't. Like yeah. Like I'm. I'm just going to listen. Yeah. Like I couldn't make small talk. I, could, I couldn't I could do any of that. Like that yeah. was really, really hard for me and I still struggle a little bit with it but I think that I've gotten a lot better and obviously like this job has pushed me to do that <laughs> because – You've got no choice. There's no <laughs> – Look at what no you're doing hiding. now. Yeah, I know. I've, I've come a long way and I definitely thank my job for that. I thank Vanessa for that because like sitting next to Vanessa every day like <laughs> – She's just rubbed off on me a little bit, I think, <laughs> which is really, like, it's really good. Oh. Um, but, yeah, like, like no one knows me as a, like, a confident, yeah, like, out there person. Like, when I, I told my family that I was, do- when we started, we're going to start this podcast even, which wasn't even long ago. Yeah. And my brother was like, you're doing a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah I am. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting one. Yeah. And like it it is, like it's very off brand. It's off <laughs> brand for, for me. <laughs> but um yeah, if you had have told me like even three years ago mm. that I would be making TikToks, yeah. like talking to my phone, yeah, doing a podcast, yeah, putting myself on like Elite Eleven social media with yeah. hundreds of thousands of followers. <laughs> yeah. No. I <laughs> I would laugh in your face. Like that that I was know. just not me. And I still struggle with it. Like I still feel like even on the podcast, like right now, I can tell that my voice is shaky and it's annoying because it's, it's a big. T- I think this yeah, is a very no, nerve wracking topic. It actually is. This is making me really nervous, but it's fine. Um, yeah, I still have those little feelings of like self doubt mm. and confidence issues and social anxiety issues. Um, but I must yeah. say though, like I've only known P for a very short amount of time in our big lifetime yeah. of living. <laughs> Um, and like, I have seen you transform or grow as a person so much from like the minute I met you (laughs) to where you are now, like even, um, obviously P and I work in like the PR world as well. So we're doing a lot of networking and having to go and meet new people. And the P that I met four or five years ago, there's no way that she would be doing what she's doing now because when we do go to those events and stuff, like I see you talking to people and you do come out of your shell and like that's, that's growth. Like I've seen that. I've got, I've been able to watch that. Yeah. And that's like so good. But again, like, yeah, our jobs have probably pushed us to be more confident. Absolutely. And sometimes you need to put yourself in these uncomfortable situations and feel those feelings of uncomfortableness. Yeah. That's to grow. It's the only way really. Yeah. Because like just backtracking a little bit, my first like real job, mm. um, I was like a court clerk yeah. at the magistrate's court. Yeah. And I don't even know why I, I don't even know why I took that. I don't know why <laughs> I did that job, but I'm glad I did yes. in the end because it really did force me to be confident yeah. because 
like if people don't know what that is, it's like the person that sits next to the magistrate and like stands up, mm. like makes announcements to the whole courtroom. Yeah. Like you're literally the centre of or like next to the magistrate. Like you're the centre of the courtroom. Like mm. you con- you have to control the whole courtroom yep. by using your voice. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember like the first time I had to do the thing where you – like you make everyone stand as the magistrate's coming in and I was just like, what the hell oh. have I got myself into? Like I can't explain how fast my heart would have been beating oh, and my so anxiety and I yeah. was just like, how the fuck am I going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, as you said, putting yourself in those uncomfortable situations, mm. you're, where you you're have forced to do it. To. Like you have no choice. You have no choice. Yeah. What are you What are you going to do? You're just going to sit there. You'll <laughs> no, get you fired. Can't. Like that's yeah. <laughs> that's literally, literally. your job. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. The, the uncomfortable situations are important. Yeah. But as Vanessa said, like fake it till you make it yeah. is my biggest thing ever in life. Do you know why, why as well? Because, you know, you might start off by faking it, but then it'll end up being like almost like a habit. Yeah. And Definitely. once you keep creating that habit where you're a- acting confident, then you'll start feeling confident, then you'll eventually be confident. Absolutely. And that's why I think it's really important to just dive into any opportunity or experience that comes up that might be different, you know, it's not just our previous jobs in teaching or what you did at the Metricity School yeah. that would have helped us, but we both worked in retail, for example. Yeah. That's talking to customers it all is. day. So that would have helped. Things like travelling and and being away from your family for the first time, for example, that yeah. experiences like that will help you. So diving into those opportunities and experiences ultimately can do nothing but good for you. Agree. And your confidence and just growth as a person. Absolutely agree. It's so important. I love it. And so like what are some of the things that help you now? I know know we've both said that we don't have severe mental health issues but obviously we both sometimes feel overwhelmed or stressed or unhappy or anxious. Like we both, they're natural feelings. Everybody feels those emotions. So what are some things for you that help you when you're feeling those things? Yeah. Well, I kind of know I can like pinpoint now a little bit like when I'm going to have an anxious moment mm. or when I'm having one. Yeah. Like, for example, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like mm. I've drive, I have like driving anxiety yes. just a little bit, just thinking of like thinking about driving. So yeah. like if there's a time when I'm about to drive, like I'm about to leave work, for example, mm. and someone like, like Ben, for example, yes, <laughs> will like <laughs> bug me about something, Yeah, I will kind of like, go off a little bit, like a little bit more than I should mm. just because I know that I'm feeling really anxious about something so stupid like driving home yeah. but like that's like a big thing for me still. Yeah. And then it's like, not stupid. That's, that's well, what yeah. you feel yeah. in that moment. I mean I think a lot of people yeah. have that. Some people, yeah, 100%. Kind of anxiety anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, I would just feel myself kind of go off like Chihuahua a little bit more than like that, that is necessary. <laughs> And then straight away I'm like, oh, fuck. Like yeah. that, was fu- that was full on. So like I just really try and make myself have a breather mm-hmm. because I notice exactly when I do those mm. things. Like I don't know if other people know that I've clicked that that was wrong mm. and that was over the top, like just fucking relax. Yeah. <laughs> but like I just think being able to kind of pinpoint those moments is really important and a really positive tool is just to – Give yourself a second. Yeah. Realize why, thing. like, why you've just, why that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and just relax a little bit. Yeah. And just breathe. Yeah. But um, other things that 
have really good coping mechanisms. Obviously, like you and I both exercise, which I think, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> which obviously exercise is a great way to release those endorphins mm. and make you feel really happy. Um, and I know that when I'm not exercising, mm. I feel a bit like, I don't know, just not down, but just low energy. Yes. Do you feel that? I feel very tired, low energy, yeah. which ultimately then, and then it leads just, into a declined Yeah, it just health. makes everything else a bit heightened, yes. which just. Yeah, agreed. Definitely just, yeah. I feel like it's easy to think that if you go, you're going to go to the gym, it's gonna that's going to make you feel tired, mm. like waking up early or like using all that energy. But I don't know what it is. I yeah. know there's science behind it. Yes, but it just makes you feel yep. so much better. And it doesn't even need to be like a 45-minute gym workout. No. Even just going for a going, brisk walk, yeah. for example, and just moving your body, I feel like can Definitely. elevate your mood tenfold. Like, Absolutely. Like if I'm on my so work important. from home day mm. and I've, I'm just like sitting on the couch on my laptop mm. and I've got the TV on in the background and I just end up feeling like – like really bad. Yeah. I don't know. I just I get to this point where I'm like, what am I doing? And yeah. all like the simple answer to make myself feel better is get up and go for a walk. Yeah. And Agreed then like instantly, like just getting some fresh air. Yeah. And moving your body a little bit, you're like, oh, that yeah. feels so much better. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hundred percent. Exercise is key. Yeah. In my opinion. Yes. Yes. And, then, and just yeah. to, just <laughs> on, on that, obviously our experiences will be different to everybody else's. So Absolutely. what helps you and I might not help the other person, but this Absolutely. is just what helps. And I, yeah. Mm. What else? What else? Eating. Oh my well. gosh! I need to draw on this. <laughs> this is a big one. Healthy eating, or, or you know, not even healthy eating is a term, but like getting nutritional. Yeah, like eating food. to fuel your body, kind yes. of. I recently did like an eight week challenge, and um, it wasn't to do with anything calorie related. I wasn't like trying to lose weight. It wasn't anything like that. It was just a challenge um, that I did. Mend Nutrition um, ran it, and that was more. It's more, more for it the was mind. All that one mind, right? I did this yeah. eight weeks, and I was eating the most nutritious meals. Everything was organic. I was getting enough protein. I was fueling my body. I was not concentrating on calories at all. It was when I was hungry, I would eat, but I would eat like foods with high nutritional value. Yeah. And can I just say the difference in those eight weeks that I felt? It's just it's crazy it's, how much yeah. food can impact you. Food is because yeah, eating nutritious, health or not healthy, just nutritious, yeah, yeah. so important yeah. for your mood. Everything, for like everything, my energy, my overall moods. Sorry to get really freaking deep, but like my sex drive, like everything changed, yeah. and I just pinned that down to my body was getting what it was needed. Plus, I was exercising as well. So yeah, exactly. You can't go wrong with a healthy, balanced diet and exercise. Yeah, like, even like your skin. Yes. Even things like that. Everything. Like everything just kind of fixes itself. Yeah. It it's was so crazy. Yeah. So I think it's important what we've just noticed and what we, because you've said like finding those trigger points and focusing on yourself and focusing on your breathing, going like exercising and eating high nutritional foods. That all is your body, right? Yeah. So if you're taking care of your body, yeah. Then your mind is going to end up. Yeah. And I think it kind of comes back to like knowing that you're in control mm. of your body. Yeah. Which is so important. Like yeah. you you have you have the tools, 
right here. Yes. Like to make your body feel good, which can then, or like for me, for me even, like that makes me feel good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Obviously if you're going through it. Yeah. And you need to like talk to get professional help, that is super important too. Yeah, absolutely. But like these are all just little tools that Vanessa and I use to kind of know that we are in control of our own body and then that makes us end up feeling so much better. I That is, yeah, 100% agree with that. And also just like as a side note, doing things that fill your cup up, this will look different for everyone but whether it's self-care and you're just doing a little, I don't know, facial at home or like for me my filling up my social cup is just socialising and being with my friends and family. So yeah. I know when I do that I feel good mm-hmm. um, and, yeah, that'll look different for everyone but always finding time for yourself to do yeah. the things that you love to do. Absolutely because that can only lead to good things. Yeah. Like I feel like we can get so caught up in work or like trying to make yeah. other people happy trying yep. to fill up other people's cups yeah. but we can forget to fill up our own yeah and so easy to do that it's very easy to forget but it yeah. is very very important. So important and of course obviously if you are in that sort of mental space where you're feeling like it's very tough and you can't get out of it seeking that professional help or even if you just have someone to talk to I'm a big advocate for talking about your feelings definitely um I yeah, I'm very – I wear my heart on my sleeve. If I'm feeling something, I say it. Yeah. And um, I know that can be quite difficult for people, so maybe that's when you would seek professional help just to help you navigate that. But yeah. if you talk about how you're feeling and you get it off your chest and you're speaking to someone that supports you and you can confide in, that, again, is really important. Super important and very, very helpful. Mm, yeah, that helps me a lot. Oh, that was a tough one. Wow. <laughs> I feel I better. I know. I actually feel better. I live there. <laughs> Little therapy session. It's honestly one of those <laughs> topics that you can just talk about for so long. Yeah, like we've could. only covered a surface of Absolutely. it and just drawn on our own experiences. But mental health is so important and to raise awareness and to talk about it and to bring it to the surface, Super you know, important. we need to get it out there. We, we need, need to. people to – we need to get rid of this stigma that I still think follows mental health around. It does. Um, it definitely and, does. Yeah, like, like Pin, I said in the sh- – earlier in the episode like we'll put a few links in the show notes if you need to seek that professional help but um I guess we just wanted to shed light on this topic and yeah maybe talk about it'll it. just make someone feel better that yeah. other people have gone through maybe the same kind of things yeah. that they've gone through or they're going through and just sharing our vulnerabilities yeah like I yeah there's definitely things I've never seen definitely got vulnerable there. <laughs> but nah it, it's good it's good it's, it's good. really good Oh, I feel better. I know. Maybe we nice. should just come in and yeah. do this. We don't even have to pub, like put these on. Um, yeah, we'll just come in and have a little we'll chat. <laughs> this room feels very safe. It does. So. I feel very, very safe in here. Yeah. Very closed in. I feel good. It would yeah. actually be really good to get a psychologist in to talk yeah. about things and just anyway. Surely we know one. Maybe we can discuss this after. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll, get we'll chat about you. that anyway. <laughs> Anyway, thank you for listening to our little chat. Um, As Vanessa just said, check out the show notes if you are seeking any professional help. Super important as always. Yes. And we will see you next time. See you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.